backstage at Beer and Tacos with the legendary Tony Snow, who's going absolutely bananas right now. Bro, seven projects in the last 12 months? Did I read that right? Yeah, stop fucking playing with me, bitch. Don't play and with it's, his It's probably more than that, too. Like It's probably nine or some shit, because you know, we only do SoundCloud exclusives and shit, you know what I mean? The, consi- the consistency is crazy, bro. Like, how important do you think that's playing into your like success right now and your trajectory? Uh, it's very important because it's it's showing the people that I'm better than you, bitch ass niggas. <laughs> like, y'all suck. <laughs> Get we, your weight up. Can we expect that to continue, or are you gonna yes, slow down? The rest of my life, it'll be like this because I'm independent. <laughs> Fuck a label. I'm doing the same shit you rap niggas doing with a label independently. Amazing. I drop when I want to drop. Unlike you niggas. <laughs> So Plug Motivation is the latest, inspired by Jeezy's, you know, Let's Get It Thug Motivation, yeah, yeah. cover art and all. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite track off the project? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, either, if it wasn't 5Ps, it was everything I should. Yeah, 5Ps though. Yeah, that was, that's what started the project. That's what like, sure. made me like, okay, I'm doing a plug project. Now. Yeah, yeah. So, so I feel like I feel like a good album... It, it takes you back to like when you first heard it, right? Yeah. So paint us the picture of like where you were at when you first heard Jeezy's project, right? Do you remember like what time in your life you were at? Uh, I know my mom was playing that and I was in a, I think I was in elementary or middle school type shit. And um, I just remember her playing it. I remember her like, like, un- I don't know if it was consciously, but it was because like my, my stepdad is from Atlanta. She's from California. So like he was putting her on the music. So I just saw her like, Becoming Atlanta, like you feel me, like we're hearing that, and like that's she was transforming into yeah, into in an Atlanta. ATL yeah, and right before your eyes. You started listening to Outkast and Ludacris after that. You feel me, like I think that was like the, Jeezy was like the first Atlanta artist I seen her own type shit. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Um, so you said quit that rat race, chase your dream in another uh, interview. Yeah. Like when did you start chasing the music dream? Um, probably when I. When I got out of high school, or maybe like the year before I got out of high school, I like uh, I decided I wanted to take music serious, and then uh, I bought my own studio, and that's when I really quit the rat race. When I bought my own studio, hell yeah! Now you got to invest in yourself for sure. Mm-hmm. So before you had the dream of becoming a rapper, like did you have another dream prior to that? If so, what was it? I think I wanted to be a fireman. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think I wanted to be a fireman. I feel like that's such a classic one, right? It's like <laughs> lawyer, doctor, or fireman. Like, yeah, those yeah. are like the three. Or, or, of course, like basketball player, you know, or rapper. Yeah, I didn't want to be typical. I never wanted to be the, like, you know, growing up in the, where I grew up from, like, you know, that's the basketball rapper, dope dealer. I was like, I want to be a firefighter, but, like, yeah. that was a superhero to me. You feel me? Absolutely. Because it's not the police, because they, you know what I mean? You know, they doing what they doing. Yeah. Pyramid, I don't like blood like that. You feel me? So. Firefighting, that was the superhero that I thought was cool. For sure. What are the definitions of plug? Uh, The boss, the head honcho, the CEO, the one with the power, the one who called the shots. You know what I mean? What about plug music? Uh, The boy who called shots music. <laughs> <laughs> the, the CEO's music, the boss's music, the honcho's music, the one nigga with his hand in the pot. Music, you feel me? Absolutely, bro. Yeah, we're going to have to get you on for a full sit-down, man. We got yeah, plenty yeah. of questions, but I just wanted to take a few minutes. We appreciate you tapping in with us. Hey, I appreciate this you, is man. Tony Snow, One More Time Podcast, Beer and bow, Tacos. Bow, we out. Bow. We got Domani here backstage at the Beer and Tacos uh, reunion show. Yeah. We're on the One More Time Podcast. Domani, appreciate you uh, you know, sitting down. I listened to another interview. You talked about a party at Diddy's house. Okay. And there was an open seat next to Jay-Z. Right. 
and you were like overthinking shit and right. you didn't end up taking the seat. Chance the Rapper stole the seat. Right. If you would have sat down next to Uncle Jay, what would you got to know now? You've had so much time to think about it. I really ain't thought about it again, for real. Well, let's think about it. What would okay. you say to Uncle Jay? What'd you ask him? What would I ask him? What's up, man? <laughs> What's your <laughs> hell of a party, right, yeah, Jay? <laughs> What's up, man? Shoot. What For you sure. got going on? What you excited about? Yeah, I'm hey. sure he's excited about Beyonce and the money that's in his bank account, amongst others. Um, so you also got a call from J. Cole saying that you delivered a classic with your Time Will Tell project. Right, right. How much do you like put weight on praise from... People like that. Like, is that something you're striving for? and Or is it something that is just, like, icing on the cake for you? Nah, not striving for it. But it's it's cool to know that the people that you think are dope also think you're dope. So yeah. it's, it, that's that's cool to know. So that's like a confirmation. But shoot, man. Um, yeah, and it is cool that people go out their way and say your name, you know, when they don't have to. Like, if they're doing an interview and, they, and folks ask, like, who you listen to? And they say your name. It's like stuff like that. You know, that's real selfless. They didn't have to. So so that's dope. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. How do you think the music's evolved even since that record? Mm, maybe more confident. It just got more confident because, like I said, just um, somebody who I thought was dope said I was dope. And I was like, shoot, yeah, I'm dope. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no doubt about it. You know? So yeah. I always had that. But, you know, when you get, you know what I'm saying, it's a little bit more umph on it. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, from what I read and, and have heard, like, you would have thought you would have just, like, come out the womb with this, like, I'm going to be a rapper type of energy, but right. you actually kind of got a later start to it than people would have thought with, you know, T.I. being your dad, right? right. Like, you would have thought it was just like, oh, yeah, of course, he's automatically going to want to do that. Like, yeah. how, how did that, like, I want to actually do this shit evolve, right? And were there some, like, key moments in, the, in your life that helped you solidify that? I want to say this is dope because I know you've been interviewing a lot of artists. It's a lot of artists that came up here and did the show. And you actually know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? But I, I want to say Appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. But, um, shoot, it's uh, when I when I started seeing how much, uh, how much it helped me first and then how much it helped other people, then I said, yeah, I, I want to do this. So I would just be talking about stuff that I had going on, things that I was thinking about, things that I wanted to achieve, you know, how my life is, how it was, and how I wanted to be, and then when I put it out, when I finally put it out into the world, people surprisingly started to relate. I didn't think people would relate to me because I would it came from such a different perspective, different background. So when I seen that they started relating, and they were actually telling me that some of the things that I was saying was helping them get through things, I was like, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do. That was that's when I knew this music is what I want to do. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's like a common theme amongst artists. Like you said, I've talked to a lot of artists. And I mean, the fact that their music relates to people, that's like the number one perk of being an artist, at right. least from like the true people who like give a fuck about it as an art. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's dope, man. Like people like you coming on and saying that that's what got you the confidence and made right. you want to keep going was the fact that it was relating to people. I, I feel like that's super dope. Yeah, I feel like that was a challenge for me. I didn't understand. How, I couldn't understand how I could relate to somebody else. Because, um, I don't know, I just felt like other people felt like I was so different. 
So. Yeah, and it's weird because when we're, you know, living our lives, we don't think about that there are other people out there that could benefit from, like, my experience. Right, right. And that goes for just, you know, people that don't make music even, right? Like, there's something to learn from people from all walks of life, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it's cool that you recognize that, like, my experience, uh, you were, like, iffy about whether people were going to, you know, resonate with it. But then when you see the reception, that's got to, like, get you wanting to get back in the lab and, like, cook some more shit, you know? Exactly, and then just music just helps me personally find myself a little bit more. Find out what, cause I be surprised myself when I say some stuff sometimes. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm like, wow, I, I said it, so I guess I meant it. I'm like, dang. Yeah, so it's no, for like sure. Therapy. For sure, bro. Well, we appreciate you stopping by the One More Time podcast. Appreciate We're gonna have you. to get a full length interview in, man. Yes, sir. You got a whole story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. So appreciate you again, Thank Domani you. Beer and Tacos One More Time podcast. <laughs> Let's get it. For those that don't know, we got Ray Daniels here on the One More Time podcast. We are backstage at Beer and Tacos. Fucking right. Have you seen the evolution of the Beer and Tacos event series? Yes. You know, I'm so proud of my brothers, KD, Meshack. I'm proud of them because, uh, you know, it. this is the first event in how many years? I mean. About four or five, right? Yeah. It's the fa- eight. So the fact that they have something like this that eight years later, this many people are still coming to see lets you know that they was doing something special and right. So for sure. Absolutely. Sure. So did you just release a book recently? No, no. I, I had a, Yeah, because okay, I ran so, into you and you were like doing some book promo. What was no, that? No, no, no. I was doing a... a, a so I got a podcast, of course. And um, this guy basically was like, good friend of mine, Brian Calhoun, was like, yo, I got a book. Uh, can you like be my media partner on it and okay. help me sell it? And I was like, yeah, you're my friend, of course. <laughs> like I said, I'm new to this media stuff. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, of course. So I did it. I think we probably sold like 60, 70 books from one post, just me talking about it. Yeah. It's crazy. So, you know, but I, I don't almost have one bought. Yet. I, 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 but <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually writing a book right now, so I'm excited about that. Awesome, man. So you you speak such true game, right? For those that are getting into this music shit that think it's like appreciate go. you, man. You know, everyone thinks that it's the glitz and glamour of the music industry. You're very quick to shut that shit down and make sure they just, <laughs> That's make, what I sure do. They, just make sure they understand no, I mean, the reality I mean, of what they're signing up uh, for. I'm only asking you that because I was telling somebody the other day, I'm like, you know, doing the show is is weird because you you just put it out on the internet, you never know who's seeing it. Yeah. So you never know how it's received. You can mean some positive, people can take a negative. So for me, when I hear people say they put opinion, it's like, damn, am I shutting shit down? I think for me, I just it just took a long time to I put it like this. I remember praying to God, if he got me here, that I won't be a sucker. You know, like I'm like, man, God, if you get me, if you let me get to that place in life where I'm successful, I won't be a sucker. I'll be solid as they can be. So I just and I feel like this, man, like if you know something, you should tell people. Yeah. One day, one day my son might walk through here. And if he does, because he's my son, I want people to treat him with respect because like, oh, you a little. His name is Ray Daniels. Oh, you Ray Daniels, son. All right, man. Come on, man. You come. And that's going to be based on what his dad did. So or I could be a fuck boy and people could be like, that's his son. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't think about shit like that, but I, I that's always been on my mind. Yeah, I have a six-month-old son, and I'm starting to just yeah. acknowledge, like, Congratulations. Man, yeah, thank you. You yeah. know, what I do does have an impact on, like, how my son's going to yeah. get treated in the world. Know, exactly, yeah. And so you and Barry Hefner probably are, like, the top two, that's like, share. I think we like cousins, by the way. Yeah. We are cousins. Like, actual, like, blood cousins, well, potentially? Well, we, we, not, we, we, we cousins through blood. Basically, his nephew, I just found out, is my nephew, too. Wow. From, yeah, so... So it makes sense because you guys both kind of just, 
you you like to question why people think the way they do in the music industry, and then you like to offer your opinion, right? And that's yes. why I think that you are some of the two most shared uh, people on Barry. social that's media, right? Yep. At, at least in the world that I live in online. For sure. For sure. Uh, you guys are constantly being shared, right? For sure. So for the independent artists out there, what are the three biggest mistakes that you think that they're making coming into this music shit? Oh, man, that's a great question. Okay, the first mistake I'm going to say they make is that they think there's a button that someone press and their life change. It's, it's, it's inches by inches by inches by inches. It's like um, the second one I would say is that, uh, is that uh, they focus on the audience when they should be focusing on the fan base. You know, a lot of the times artists just feel like, man, if you can give me an opportunity, I can blow. And it's like those days are over with. Now you have to identify your audience first, know who they are. I think everything we do is intentional, right? So for me, it's like, when you step into a situation, you can't just walk into a place and not know where you want to go. It doesn't work like that anymore. No you better know where you want to go or you're going to be running in circles and you're going to get tired and burnt out and say, fuck the music industry. Everybody's whack. Well, it wasn't that. You just didn't figure out what your role in it was. So that's the second one. And the third one I would say is very important one. You don't need money. Whoever's telling you you need money is probably trying to make you sign to them or sell you something to get some money. But what's up, whoever, I, you don't need money. Like, literally, you don't need money to blow up. You don't. You just need to know who you're talking to. And if you know who you're talking to and you make a song for them, I'll give you an example. This is years ago, but you know Petey Pablo? Of course. Okay. North Carolina. Yeah. Like, just think about it. If he dropped that song today, who do you think that song will be for? North Carolinians? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it's very simple, but exactly. So. Yeah. It's like you, he, you I was like wait Is this too no, 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 obvious but, of a question? but that's my point though But it is that obvious It's yeah. like Who's that song for? People in North Carolina That's why it works You know when you make a song You need to know Who you're making a song for When Georgia That's for people in Georgia Like people It's not that It's it's like sometimes I, I talk so much shit Cause I'm like it, Like I wasn't a great student I can't believe I'm this successful And it's really because I just simplified shit I just didn't let it be complicated It was like bro that guy wears black shirts Girls like guys in black shirts Get a black shirt if you want the girls Like It's kind of that simple It's like yeah. It's not It's We we tend to think it. We can outthink the process But you can't You can't cheat it You can't outthink it For sure Yo We appreciate you stopping by On the and then, you know, like, Podcast I even, I, I, I'll come do it for real For real if you guys Yes want. please For sure for sure I'm gonna lock in For sure And then you know I ask you to come do mine Oh yes Yo shout Yo. it out one time For the people oh, Well you know Shout out Shout out to my My show It's the, called The God Show God stands for Goats and underdogs So G-A-U-D-S If you ever got a chance Check it out And if you like it Appreciate it Tell people about it If you don't Tell people you don't like it I don't give a fuck As long as you talk about it All that shit I want more